narcissist is defined as a person whose personality qualities include thinking highly of themselves, excess need for admiration and attention, belief that others are inferior, as well as a lack of empathy for others. This is my wife and I's story of our own narcissist-in-law. All right, everybody, welcome to the second episode of Narcissist-in-Law. I am your host, Jason, joined by my lovely wife, Nicole. Hope everybody had a great Halloween. Um, yeah, this is one released exactly a week after Halloween. So we are officially into, if you go into any shops or anything like that, I think we're officially into Valentine's Day season already. <laughs> Not quite. They'll yeah. start putting that out like mid-December. Yeah, right after Thanksgiving because, you know, holidays don't exist anymore. <laughs> All right. <clears throat> so... We left off episode one with just had introduced Nicole to my dad and Teresa, the narcissist-in-law. Didn't go well that first introduction. Then Nicole came to my actual house and we passed Teresa on the way there leaving. Even though they had known a couple weeks in advance that this was going on, she left just because Nicole was coming. And that's where we left off with um that occurrence, mm -hmm. I guess you could say. Yeah. Now we go into the rest of the summer, basically. Yep. So during this time, kind of like while all that was going on, I had decided to, for various reasons, to join the military, join the Coast Guard. Um, college wasn't right for me at that time. So... We went into the relationship knowing that, and I uh, see God, that was like Marchish, and my ship date was October 11th, mm -hmm. if I remember correctly. Yep. I think October 11th <laughs> or October 7th. I can't remember which one. I think it was October 11th, 2007. I think. Anyway, yeah. like I said, horrible with timelines. <clears throat> so, you know, going in a relationship knowing that. Um, that experience with her leaving, that was kind of the last bit really of interaction between you and Teresa for the most part leading up to me going away for Well, we had a couple camp. of dinners. With yeah, but I mean, nothing remarkable outside well, of what we already talked about. Well, yeah, but yeah, with the, no, no, you're right. Yeah, yeah like, let's going. back up. He's forgetting a big piece of yeah, this. Yeah, I, I remember this. Now, as soon as you said so, it, I know where this one is, yeah. When me and Jason started dating... Like, literally the day he asked me to be his girlfriend. Again, we're living apart, two different towns. He drives back to his town. Calls me that night and tells me that um, one of his old friends that he used to like in high school had knocked on his door that night, crying, saying her and her boyfriend broke up and that she needed a place to stay. Right. And we were best friends. Right. I've been best friends for a while. We tried dating, I think it was like early high school. We dated for like two weeks before we realized like, no, it just wasn't right. working that way. And me being, you know, brand new, like literally hours into this relationship. I mean, me and Jason had been talking for a while. I was kind of skeptical. I called our friend Kyle and I'm like, do I have anything to worry about? Because if I do, like, we're just going to be done now. And he's like, no, like Jason's not that type of guy. Well... I found out later she did try to make some moves on him, but he 
in effort to get her out of his apartment, he asked his parents if she could stay there, which they agreed to let her do, um, which I was like, okay, whatever, because I clearly was not going to go back after, you know, the experience I had. So, um, fast forward to a few weeks later, me and Jason basically spent the entire summer going back and forth to each other, and um, me and my friend Ashley came up there um, with and Kyle was up there. We all go to a dinner. She brings the other Ashley, the one that's living with Jason's parents. And the entire dinner proceeds to talk about nothing but memories between Jason and Ashley. And, you know, just, I mean, anything she could think of. And Jason was the only one twenty-one at the time. So he just proceeds to get drunk. Yeah, I was like, well, this seems like a good chance to exercise my right yeah. to drink. Um, and I... Now, I might be remembering this wrong, but I feel like Ashley was, I felt like she felt awkward, honestly, to begin with, because you you were there and all that, and she was kind of staying away, but I feel like the more Teresa started talking, yeah, she kind of egged her on. It way. did, because then when we got up to leave, she kind of like pushed past me and grabbed Jason's hand for him to turn around. Yeah, she could drink. And her, her, she was drinking, too. Okay, well... Her birthday is St. Patrick's Day. Okay, well, she she pushed past me, kind of pushed me out of the way to grab Jason's hand, turn him around, and he immediately lets go of, like, snatches his hand out of hers and is like, have you met my girlfriend? And, like, that was, like, our first, like, official, like, interaction. But, um, that was... She, I, she didn't care, basically. I mean, and then going forward into when it was getting closer to Jason leaving for boot camp, they threw him a going away party f- to which Teresa did not invite me. She did not want me anywhere near that. So, And, and she made it null. Not like she just forgot, but she basically said, no, you are not coming to this. Yeah. Like, I, I was not invited or anything. But Ashley was there. And... Apparently, she told Jason that he just needed to break up with me, that um, I wasn't good enough for him, and she would follow him anywhere, and, you know. So, I mean, of course, he's told me all this, so I just have a bad taste in my mouth about her from the get-go. So, I, like, instantly hate her because I'm right. the girlfriend. <laughs> but, yeah, and I, that, a lot of that was because of Teresa, but I feel like pushing right. her to that. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And... What were you going to say? Okay. I was going to say, and then, like, during the going away party, I mean, she was getting mad at Jason for, like, even texting me, and, um, you know, it was just, it, was, it wasn't a good experience for him either, um, and they actually didn't even end up driving him to boot camp, me and Kyle Yeah, I th- did. I, I think it was my dad, I don't think my dad could do it, if yeah. you know what I mean, like, yeah. emotional-wise, mental-wise. Right. Yeah. But... When he went to boot camp, now keep in mind, I still have not done anything to this lady. Yep, nope. I mean, I have, I've still been as civil as I could. I've been nice. I've tried to get along, you know. Yeah. So when, so during boot camp, during the first four weeks, mm-hmm. I was, you know, no phone calls or anything like that. I was writing letters. I can't remember how often I was writing letters, but I was writing them both to my parents or my dad and Teresa, and then of course Nicole. Mm-hmm. And just waiting for letters to come in, pretty much. That was the only interaction I had no clue what else was going on. Yep. And um, Teresa did 
make an effort to call a couple of times. Like once Jason went to boot camp, I mean, me and Kyle did reach out to his parents and like, hey, we dropped him off. You know, we're on the way back to Brunswick. So Teresa did reach out, I think maybe twice to tell me, um, hey, we heard from Jason. He's doing okay. Basically because he only had like five minutes to call. Yeah, and that was week. That's week four. Yeah. I had that phone call. Yeah. Yep. So um, basically I talked to his mom and dad, or Teresa and, and his dad, on their way home from dinner one night. She. This was probably the second interaction I'd had with her. And um, I felt like, you know, it's going pretty well. And she talked to me and she was like, I talked to Jason. He said to tell you he loves you. He's doing well. He said as soon as he gets another chance to call, he'll make sure he calls you. He gets a longer phone call at, you know, after that next time. So uh, I felt like the interaction went pretty good. And I was like, okay, you know, like maybe this is okay. Um, well, then the next day, literally... Well, it, well okay. hours later. Hours later. I did not know to the next day, but hours later, um, apparently my dad just dropped dead. No no autopsy was performed. I can't remember what they listed a cause of death. is either aneurysm or a heart attack. But keep in mind, I didn't know at that time. I've, I'm in boot camp. Yeah, apparently, after I got off the phone with them, they drove to his Mimi's house, and they were sitting there talking, and the story is that he literally just fell over out of the stool, and basically that was it. Um, Couldn't be revived. And I found out on Facebook, well, Kyle found out on Facebook, and then started calling me, so we all knew before Jason did, and I tried to call Teresa, which she didn't answer, which was fine, um, but his... Jason's Mimi answered, and she told me what happened. I told Kyle, woke my parents up. But I attempted to communicate with them to find out what can I do to help. Like, you know, do I need to pick Jason up from the airport if he gets to come home? And his Mimi's the mayor, so she was able to kind of coordinate things a little bit faster for him. And basically, I got told to stay away until I got, you know... I guess the okay to come. Yeah, and like I really don't remember much because of you know it was my dad that died and I was in boot camp and it was literally the next day we were getting in trouble for something and then they called me away to um, go talk to the chaplain and I was just sitting there and first thing I knew was wrong was because the the officers were talking to me like I was a person and not like a piece of meat. So in my head, I'm going, okay, well, something weird's going on. And then they told me, and I basically got my stuff, and I had a week off. Yeah. I, I literally, like, I drove to the airport, <clears throat> flew flew home, and I mean, yeah. everything was a blur for me. But what, what you know, I think really made Teresa mad was I, I didn't go the first night. I let them pick him up from the airport and go home, have their moments, but... He called me from the airport. I mean, it was a number I didn't know. I just answered it, and he said, Nicole, and I was like, Jason? And he just, like, burst into tears, and I told him, you know, it's okay. I'm, I'm coming. I'm actually on my way up there to Kyle's. And so at that point, Teresa really couldn't control it because me and Kyle just kind of showed up because that's what he wanted, you know. That's, yep. what, um, that's what he wanted, but... You know, basically during that, Teresa acted like nothing happened to Jason. You know, it was like my husband died, but 
it was almost like Jason's father didn't die. And even the first night we got there, that girl Ashley, of course, was there and trying to hug all over Jason. And, you know, and I already knew all this other stuff about her and her, you know, trying to basically take my boyfriend out from under me. So, um, and actually she'd been kicked out at that point by Teresa and was living next door in I was his, about to say, I think that was, yeah. Yeah, she was my living. Room, my room was back to my yeah, room, yeah. She was living with Jason's aunt and uncle, and long story short, she got his younger underage cousins drunk, and we had to go pick them all up, and she got kicked out of the house the next day, and that was honestly one of the best days to watch her walk all of her stuff out. <laughs> but anyway, um, so as far as Teresa goes, like, um. The funeral was kind of weird. I mean, I, I stayed all week. Um, Kyle stayed all week. We did ask Kyle to give us one night, just me and Jason. Just we felt like we needed that. Um, but Teresa kind of kept to herself in her room. She didn't really interact with anybody. Not even me. Yeah, yep. not even him. Like I said, she acted like it all happened to her. Um, and then at the funeral, she wouldn't let me walk in with Jason. I had to sit in the back. Until Mimi actually. No. I no, thought Mimi told you to go No. Anywhere. During the viewing, I didn't even go in because Teresa wanted to walk in with Jason. I let them have their moment. And then Mimi pushed me basically in and was like, you're supposed to be up there with him. But at the funeral, when they asked the family to gather, um, I was told not to go, that she didn't want me there. So. Which I. I don't get because that's not her call but yeah. like i said my like i never had a chance to really deal with it so yeah and and jason what at that time wasn't a very forward person anyway which that will you know the more we discuss her that the reasons for and even the last podcast we touched on that because you really didn't have a voice when yeah. she was around so we just kind of did what she wanted um and then jason went back to boot camp yep went back um and then two weeks later, week six or seven, can't remember which one, you get a day of... Um, Arrest day. <laughs> no, it's not a... I'm trying to think of the actual term for it, but I can't remember it off the top of my head. But um, basically a nice little day away from base um, in the local town. And because... Coast Guard boot camps there. A lot of, there's a some motels where you can just rent a room for the day, and they have cell phones to rent and all that. So I got a room by myself. I ordered some pizza, got a cell phone, and I watched the entirety of the Chronicles of Riddick trilogy. I don't think they had the animated second one, but that's another story. And talked to Nicole and watched the Georgia game. Actually, I think I did. Yeah, yeah, it was a Saturday, so I yep. watched the Georgia game. Yep, and um. <laughs> I'm sure I called Teresa, but like she didn't really want to talk that much. Oh, and then we did get because this happened during Thanksgiving, or I was there during Thanksgiving. Mm -hmm. Um, and they do a thing where you can go spend time with either families or something like that, and it's kind of like pre-assigned. And me and a decent bit of people from my company get, went to a local VFW, Veteran of Foreign Wars, like. Hang out, and they threw a nice little Thanksgiving lunch, I guess you would call it. Um, and they they let everybody use their cell phones to call home or, you know, all that. So I got to talk to her again then and talk to Teresa. But any time I called her, it was maybe like five minutes max. Like, not very 
interested in yeah, talking. Yeah, like two were And I basically didn't hear from her anymore after Jason went back to boot camp yep. until well, she she did invite me to the graduation. Yep. Um, I could not go. I was in nursing school, and I had a final. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, I would have been there. Jason knew this, though. I yeah, mean, I we, you know, time, we yeah. talked about it. He knew it wasn't a surprise. But apparently, it was a big deal to her because she felt like since I wasn't there for him, then basically I was not being worthy. I wasn't being supportive and wasn't being a good girlfriend. So um, she was mad about that. And then they, they all drove home from New, New Jersey, right? Yeah, it was in New Jersey. So we all drove home. It was a two-day drive. I can't remember where we had our first like night sleep. I wish it would just been a flight. I really don't know why we drove that far. Uh, but the entire time, Mimi's like, I'm sitting there riding, and Mimi's talking about all the stuff she wants me to do now that I have a uniform. These little, I guess you could, <laughs> I don't know the right word for them. I'm gonna call them political stunts. And I'm just sitting there like, okay, I just got out of boot camp. Don't have that long to actually have to go to my first station. Still haven't really processed that my dad died. And they're also saying that they want the first night home with me again mm-hmm. without yep. Nicole there. So the whole time I'm just texting Nicole, basically venting, saying, you know, I feel like they just don't want to do any of that stuff that Mimi wants me to do. I just want to relax and see you and all that. Yep. So we get home and they have like a welcome home party for me. Well, to, I don't, it should give you an idea of where my headspace was. I did, I think it was about 12 to 13 shots of Jaeger. Straight shots, not not Jaeger bombs. And they just let him. About 13 straight shots of Jaeger in about 30 minutes. And I went from being just like this to I wake up the next morning. No recollection of anything. Mm -hmm. So I wake up and Teresa comes in there and immediately I knew something was wrong, but I have no clue what. And she's like... Nicole's on the way. She's like, I told her to come, that she needs to come get you. Um, We have some things we have to talk about and address. And I'm like, okay, where's my phone? She's like, oh, well, you dropped it in the toilet last night, so it's ruined. Um, But comes to find out (laughs) is basically after I blacked out, she got my phone and was looking through all of our messages, which is just really weird anyway. I'm not quite sure why she was doing that. But Saul that I was telling Nicole that I just wanted to see her. I didn't really want to be at the house, you know, mm-hmm. my dad's house. Right. Didn't want to do any of the stuff with Mimi. Just wanted to go relax, get away from everything. Cause I have been in boot camp. My dad died. So she got pissed and threw the phone in the toilet yep. just to ruin it. And then I don't, I think it was that night she texts you. Yes. Yeah, I was actually, um, I was with a couple of friends just trying to distract myself. Cause I was honestly pretty upset that I couldn't even, be there to welcome him home after missing his graduation. Um, and so I was with a couple of friends um, and I get a picture of him passed out on the garage floor. Of wherever we were at. I can't remember whose house we were at. I think you were at yours or at your dad's, Teresa's. No, no, we were somebody. We were somewhere else. I do no, know that. I don't know. I just get a picture like all because we were texting and all of a sudden like nothing And I'm texting him, like, hey, like, are you there? Are you okay? I didn't know that she'd thrown his phone in the toilet, you know. Um, And then I just get a picture of him on the floor, and she's like, 
Um, I need you to come get him tomorrow. We have some things to discuss. There's stuff he's not telling you. And um, I was just like, okay, I will. As soon as I get up in the morning, I'll contact you. I'll be on my way. And that, I mean, that's exactly what I did, you know. Um, yeah. And I don't personally recall because the he's not telling you everything. That happened a few times throughout this whole story. Um, the overall story. So I don't really remember what it was that she thought I was keeping from you on this one. Like, do you remember what the items we need to address were? She basically just said you weren't dealing with your dad to death. And I was like, well, no, yeah, yeah no like, shit that happened five weeks ago. I've been in boot camp where you yeah. literally have no mental time to process anything. Like I went like four to five days at, one point without showering because I was just so tired. I couldn't take the time to yeah. shower. I mean, and like there, there was nothing valid when we got up, when I got up there, it was just basically like, take him to your house. Like I felt like she was just pushing him out. And I was just like, yay. It was like, once again, this did nothing happen to him. And then we couldn't find any of his clothes. That was the next part. Okay, he, yeah, this is yeah. where I was about to get into is because, okay, so that was, all my stuff was there. We moved it all when I was going to boot camp. We yep, took everything from apartment. our apartment there. And there's a couple of other things. I was supposed to drive to my next post, which I was going to A school yep. in Petaluma, California. And I was driving there. That was my goal. And I was going to drive my dad's truck. Yep. Well, she sold it. From the time he died to the time I got out of boot camp. Four weeks. Four weeks. Four weeks. Sold the truck after knowing good and well that I wanted it. Sold and the- he, And he needed a car. It wasn't even a want. He needed it. And he it wouldn't have... There's no yeah. payment. It would have helped been him mine. so much. Yeah, it yeah. just would have been his. So then couldn't get a vehicle at all. There was really no... I mean, at that point, they wouldn't help me get a vehicle. Didn't really have a credit score at the time to get it. And nobody would really follow my family. Teresa's side of the family really wouldn't do anything to help me get a vehicle at all. So I ended up having to fly. Um, no, no, they got got you the Jeep first, remember? No, I got that. I didn't get that for... Because sh- you didn't get it before California? No, I didn't have a vehicle in California. No. Oh, you had your Mustang still. Yep, so... Oh, yeah, and they wouldn't let you yeah, drive no, your Mustang to California. And I wouldn't drive it anyway because that thing was a piece of crap. But so that's one item that is gone on my dad's and I really want to. One big name item. Mm-hmm. Notice that my clothes, don't know where they went. Missing some of the other stuff like my class ring, other things like that. Still yeah. no cl- I know where I put them. Mm-hmm. I have the box where it was at. But and like, in I, his bedroom, mind you, like yeah. his bedroom. So no clue what happened to like some of those items. But we go to Nicole's house, treated just like family there. Yeah, actually, we went, um, me and Jason went the very next day to Old Navy and American Eagle. We bought him all new clothes. Because I didn't have any. Um, my, my mom and dad basically fronted all that. They, I told my mom when we got there, I'm like, hey, he like, we don't know where his clothes are or anything. So we went and bought them all new clothes. And basically, we ended up spending like the next couple of weeks at my house. Like, yeah, because I had, because I was supposed to drive, I had a good bit of excess time that I was, like, they gave me to drive because it's like a five day drive. So I had a little bit longer than if I would have flown. So about two weeks there. Mm-hmm. And I don't think 
I'm, tr- I mean, like I said, my memory's not the best. Nicole could probably speak better, but I don't know how many times Teresa even tried to contact me during that. Well, she, she really didn't try to contact you a lot. And we were going to go up there one weekend and some of our friends ended up coming down to Brunswick. Um, our friend Kyle, um, and then a few of our other friends that hadn't seen Jason in a while were going to come down that weekend. So it started out with Jason telling her like, hey, we'll come tomorrow. All of our friends are coming. And that just immediately pissed her off. She was like, you know, well, if you don't want to spend time with your family, you know, then just don't come, blah, blah, blah. And then that turned into a fight about not being able to drive his Mustang. Um, And... There, you know, this was one of those situations like he's trying to talk and she's literally yelling over him. And then um, I still I didn't say anything. Still, at this point, I haven't really done anything to her. Um, She's just like, if you want to be with Nicole's family, then you just stay there. And so and I was like, well, they treat me better than he got. He got so mad that we canceled our plans with our friends and we drove to Pembroke that night. Went and got his clothes, everything that was left there, and we took everything back to Brunswick. You don't remember that? No, like I don't. Yeah, we, God, that was we drove up to Pembroke. Yeah, we drove up to Pembroke. We didn't get there till like nine o'clock. Went in, and I remember I was sitting on the couch. I just went inside. Teresa was on the porch. All your family was there. Everybody was giving me the death glares. I go inside. I sit down. Mimi's right there, and I said you know, um, if I need to leave, like I can. And she was like, it's not just you. It's that you're taking him back to your house. And I said, well, I, I mean, I haven't done anything. Like I'm just trying to be supportive. I love him. Almost like Nicole was forcing me to do that. Yeah. Not that I personally wanted to, that Nicole was forcing me to, which is complete opposite. Yeah. So then as we're leaving, Teresa's like crying and doing her fake cry she does. And I I did go tell her bye. And I just said, you know, I would come up back up here anytime if he decides to come. And I just told her he was having a hard time. Like just trying to ease the tension, make her understand that, hey, like he's going through something too. And the other thing she was really pissed about was that it was right around Christmas time. And my family always decorated our tree together. And she found out that he was going to decorate with us. No, no. Yes. Well, y'all know, because this, well, no, I guess I was back there in December, right? Yeah, okay. No, I was thinking, but for some reason, I was thinking I came back in November. That's what I was trying to say. You were back in November, but. No, no, it was December I came back, because think about it, I was there during Thanksgiving. Right, it was yeah, like the The week. first week of December I came back, I think. Right. Yeah, it was the first week of December. But we we decorated, and Teresa had already said, I'm not decorating and stuff. So I'm not doing a tree or anything like that. I'm like, well, yeah, that's so, what I like to do. Yeah, so we, you know, my family took it upon themselves to try to make it as normal as they could for Jason. And so we included him in all of our decorating, our baking cookies, everything. And she was just furious i mean like yeah i wasn't going to do anything with him but you shouldn't be doing anything with him either yeah like basically wanted him to sit and be miserable yep um and then when we took him to the airport to leave she was kind of pissed that i showed up you know um when we when we left she walked in front of me and basically just left she didn't even say bye she said bye to jason and then just left you know yeah 
So then a couple of weeks later... Because of the way it worked, like I was at a school, but my actual class wasn't scheduled to start, I think until the new year. And this was right before Christmas. So basically they were like, well, it's like we can give y'all some leave and y'all can go back home. Well, I was just like, I literally got here like a week ago, but okay, (laughs) sure. So... I didn't have the money to buy a ticket. Like this is not something the Coast Guard was paying for. Like it was a personal. So Teresa or Mimi paid for it, I think. Yeah. And they were just once again, it was this it was the same thing from before I left to go to A school, basically. They didn't want me to see her at all. They but, reluctantly stopped by the house on Christmas Day for five minutes. Yeah. <laughs> And then I think I spent the rest of the break at her house after Christmas Day. Yeah. Yep. I yeah. went right back. I went there. back and got you the yep. next day. We came back and, um, yeah. Yeah. And I think that's probably a good spot to wrap this up yeah. for this episode. I so, feel like that was more like background than really. I mean, it's still background, but no, it's not. I mean, I was about to cover like, so if you want to look at the narcissistic tendencies that, like she exhibited during this like prime example, which people are going to point out. And I'll even say, if you want to play devil's advocate though, is like when my dad died, her saying like, not basically acknowledging that it was my dad, it was her husband and all that, but you can make the argument of grief there. Like everybody handles, handles it differently type thing, but well, you can also make, Oh, go ahead. Sorry. Yep. But, you play into that and we'll, the next episode will cover this more. Um, but starting with dad's truck, just getting rid of it, not asking me at all, you know, not considering mm-hmm. me at all. And that, like I said, that's going to play a big part in the next, um, yeah. Cause next, next episode when we cover the rest of my father's things and what happened <laughs> to them and all the lovely input I got into it, but basically being focused on herself Worrying about a or no controlling or attempting to control a who I was dating and trying to interject who she thought I should be dating into it. Probably not even doesn't really want me with Ashley. Just oh, well, I didn't get to pick Nicole, I'll just Mm -hmm. get Ashley and trying to constantly override you know what I wanted, yeah, and and just instead of trying to include him in things, try to just, what am I trying to say? Make it like a, or include me into things with him to like, you know, get to know me, just trying to separate us constantly. and Exert her control so that the focus is on her. And isolate you, that's what I was trying to say. Yeah, focus is on her, not Nicole, because if Nicole's not there, then there's only one other person to pay attention to for the most part, and that's, Teresa. Mm -hmm. And you have to understand that during these times, like in all these things we just talked about, literally she'd have the whole family around her to, you know, it's like a show. It's a show being put on. Yeah. And literally when, if everybody wasn't there, it was like she would turn it off almost, you know? Mm hmm. Yep. Um, What other narcissistic tendencies does she, Um, does she exhibit during this time? I'm trying to think about it. Hmm. I mean, yeah, it's all about wanting it to be about her, like not letting you up there to well, the funeral so that the focus, 
I'm not worried about you. I'm trying to be worried about her and focusing on her. Well, and I feel like she did a lot of gaslighting to you. And that, like, you know, when you, y'all would be on the phone and you're trying to like talk and defend your point and stuff like that, it just, you know, she never lets you talk and she always plays the victim. It was like, you know, she had the tendency to literally make you feel crazy in a sense that you knew that you were right in the situation. But by the end of it, you'd be like, Maybe I did do something wrong, you know, and... Which that will come to light more, it'll be more easily identifiable as the story goes on. Yeah. Because it gets, it gets bad with but it. I, but I think that's the, you know, that was her her biggest superpower is turning things and, and getting everyone on her side and all of a sudden she's the victim. Yeah, she's never know? wrong. She's never to blame. She's the one that's being hurt in any situation. Mm-hmm. Yep. All right. Well, I think that's, like I said, I think that's a good place. Um, thank you, everybody, for listening. Uh, we'll have another one one week from now for you to listen to. We're going to go into more of what took place while I was my first year in the Coast Guard um, leading up to Nicole and I getting married, basically. Yeah. And, yeah. Um, yeah, if you like it, please subscribe, like, leave a comment, do whatever you can do on whatever platform you listen to podcast on. Yep, thanks, guys. (laughs) (laughs) All right, thank you.